Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let's move on. Because we got some NFL to talk about. Let's start with the London game. Bright and early, we'll be waking up to watch. Maybe Russ Wilson, maybe not. Maybe Brett Rippon. But we definitely know that uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags will be there because they play in London every single year, except for the COVID year. They've literally been in London every single year, and they'll be there once again. The Jags are a weird team, man. Like if you look at the point differential in their division, probably on paper the most talented team. But the Titans with Mike Vrabel the best coach team. So they're most likely going to win double digit games. The Colts are probably dead. We'll see what they have this week as they replace Matt Ryan Uh, out in London, the Broncos two and a half point dogs. We know they didn't get any sleep on the trip to London because Mr. Unlimited Russ Wilson was bouncing around like Richard Simmons total in the game, 40 and a half on the money line. The Broncos are plus plus one fifteen. Jags minus minus one thirty five. Peach, any plays for you in this game? How can you back Denver? I mean, (laughs) Russell Wilson right now, all his teammates hate him. Nobody wants to play for him. Not just his teammates. Not just his teammates. This guy hates him. Ryan hates him too. Yeah, he ruined my life for an entire year. Mm. Not so much him. I just really quickly on that, Peach, after his team beat my team in the NFC title game because Mike McCarthy's a big dummy and Brandon Bostick went rogue. and Guy couldn't re- recover the onset. Yeah, he jumped in front of Jordy Nelson, white lightning, best hands on the planet. Well, after that, Russ Wilson said, well, the Lord Jesus Savior, he wanted us to win. So what Russ Wilson told me as a child, I was an altar boy for 12 years, was that God wanted me to be miserable for an entire year and my <laughs> team to lose. Even Aaron, Aaron Rodgers even said, I don't think God cares about the results of football games. <laughs> So I don't like Russell Wilson a whole lot. Well, then anyway. there's no way we can back them then this weekend, plus two and a half. So the Jags are four and four in London since they've been coming over here every year to play. So they're a 500 team. Both teams really need this game, right? They really need to win. I, I think Jacksonville is better though, Ryan. The fact we're getting yeah. them under a field goal of two and a half. I-, I can't back Denver right now. Just with Nathaniel Hackett and they can't score any points. Jacksonville has been leading in all these games that they've lost. If they can just get the lead and maintain it by three points and win the game by three, we're going to cash this ticket. It's not an official play for me. I don't feel good about where either of these teams at. You can't trust either of these teams, but I think Jacksonville minus two and a half, if I had to make a lean towards the game, would be my plus. Yeah, we were talking about this before we came on the air. How do you even bet this game? At three or above, I take Denver. Anything under three, I lean Jacksonville, mm-hmm. like Jacksonville on the money line. The problem is, man, is Trevor Lawrence, like, I just wanted all the click, and he's had some good moments this season, but he's 7-17 seven and 17 against the spread in his career, and he's 0-17 when the Jags give up over 21 points. So, obviously, still young, but a tough bet at times. I think the Jags are going to be able to run the ball here. I was looking at Travis Etienne's rushing prop because they moved James Robinson earlier this week for, uh, for a fifth-round pick, and the Jags. As bad as they've been at times, their offensive line right now, top five in yards created before first contact. That's why we've seen ETN have some of these big gains the last couple weeks. And even though Denver brought in DJ Jones, I mean, they were one of the worst run defenses in the entire league last year. 
they're still just as bad, man. They're below average right now in almost every category. They've given up more than 4.8 yards per rush to running backs, which is seventh worst in the league. And now you have Travis Etienne coming in there. I wouldn't be shocked if we do see Denver just sell out, though, and just stack the box to stop the run and force Trevor Lawrence to beat them because he's kind of been all over the place. What I'm going to do in this game is possibly play the Jags. It's not official yet for me. I'm waiting on this one. Just because I do think, you know, if Simmons is back now, Sertains look really good. Denver's got a really good secondary, the third best pass defense. Not great against the run, but the one area where you could actually attack them in the passing game is through the slot. So I was looking at some Christian Kirk props. Um, they're giving up the Broncos are eight yards per target to slot receiver. So I'm thinking about Christian Kirk over 54 and a half yards, and it would be Jags or pass. I think they're going to have to rush for over 150 yards in this game. And if they do that with Travis Etienne, I think they win this one outright. So I'm with you. As of right now, a pass, lean Jags, but I do like Christian Kirk props, receptions, receiving yards, maybe even anytime touchdown. Uh, I, yeah, Kirk's a good look. Moving on here. Anything else on that one, or you want to move on? No, yeah, nothing in that game for me. Here's one where I don't have a whole lot, man. It's really hard because Carolina's plus four. Atlanta, mm-hmm. four-point favorites out in Atlanta. Uh, the total in this game is 41, and Atlanta was off to that really nice start. Covering numbers. 6-0 and ATS. They had, a, I mean, it looks, and they still do. They have a legit shot to win that division because Tampa Bay's really falling Both off a cliff. Both teams do. But those first <laughs> couple of weeks, man, nobody could figure out Arthur Smith's new look offense with Marcus Mariota behind center. Now the last couple of weeks, it's kind of been exposed a little bit. And we saw Cincinnati obviously blow them out last week. And Atlanta's not that great defensively unless they're playing with a lead. They don't have the best secondary. They could get after the quarterback, but they don't have the best pass rush. They're kind of, I mean, they're a mediocre football team. That's why their win total was four and a half. They've overexceeded expectations. And then you look at the Carolina Panthers. They seem like such an easy fade. Like it's just, oh, you grab Atlanta. Now you know it's minus 200 on the money line right now, but anything under four, why wouldn't I play Atlanta if it moves in that direction? The thing with Carolina, so it looked like they were going to just sell off Look for that number one overall pick. Try sure to get their did. quarterback of the future because the quarterback position has been a nightmare the last couple of years. Even worse this year with uh, Baker Mayfield. But, dude, P.J. Walker played really good last week. And also, I worry a little bit now that they have a motivated locker room, like all those veteran players, like Brian Burns. Are they going to move Brian Burns? Because he, they've reportedly been offered first-round picks for Brian Burns, didn't want to trade him. Are they going to trade D.J. Moore? I don't know. I think that moving McCaffrey was the right decision because he's 26 years old. He's a running back. He got all those picks, and you're looking for, towards the future. But I don't know, man. I can see the Panthers keeping this game competitive. This is a stay away for me. What about you? There's been a lot of sharp money coming in on the Panthers. So the look-ahead yeah. line was 6.5, and, and the money's coming in on the Falcons, but the line's going the other way. It's down to 4 now, as you mentioned. You talked about the Falcons could win this division. Ryan, the Panthers can win this division. I think that's the bet to make right now, by the way. If the Raiders beat the Saints on Sunday and the Panthers beat the Falcons because of the Panthers' win to the Bucs last week, the Panthers would be in first place in the NFC. Think about that. Because they have the tiebreaker because look at their wins this year. They beat Tampa Bay. and and Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sucks, man, really quickly on that? Is I have Saints. so much they beat, they beat, they beat the 3-0 in the division. And I have so much money on the Saints win total, which isn't looking great right now. They have such a great roster, but they've just been beat to hell. Michael Thomas has missed already the majority of the season. Yeah. Uh Chris Olave is hit or miss if he's gonna play or not. And then Jarvis Landry's been dinged up, obviously. They already moved on from Jameis Winston. It looks like Andy Dalton's the starter for the rest of the season. But I also played them, you know, better than three to one to win the division. They should be the best team in this division, but they, they just still can't might stay healthy. Be. They still could win it. And Dennis big, Allen might stink. But big yeah. game this week against. But you know, after the Panthers beating the Bucks last week, it showed us that they're not they're not tanking. They're not throwing a season away. They're still trying. 
And now that they beat Tampa, they know that they can still win the division. They're going to try. And I really like Carolina's teams on the road under Matt Rule, and they still have that nucleus of players there. P.J. Walker looked much better against Tampa Bay last week. Atlanta, like you said, they've really had a nice start to the season, 6-0 ATS. Ryan, it's just it's tough to, to keep covering spreads like that in the NFL. As the season goes on, the odds makers get sharper and sharper. There's a reason this number seems lower than it probably is. To me, not an official play, but again, I think Carolina plus four is the right side. And again, they're twelve to one right now to win the NFC South over at BetMGM. The Saints are plus five fifty, Atlanta plus three twenty five, and Tampa Bay as bad as they look last night. Still minus 165 to win that division, which I think tells you everything That's you need to know about insane. that division because yeah. the Bucs are three and five. Damn, I wish my team was. They in got that the division. Rams next week. Big too. game there. Big game. Big game for the Rams this weekend against San Francisco off the bye, too. We'll talk about that coming up. But uh, we got Chicago taking on Dallas. Here we go. One of my favorite plays. Yeah, Zeke. So it looks like Zeke's going to be doubtful. So expect a full load this week from Tony Pollard, which could be good news if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, man, because he's been awesome. Yet, no line movement, obviously, because Zeke, it's not four years ago. So Dallas is 10-point favorites at home, and you have to lay minus 115 juice. Total 42.5. Bears coming off a primetime win that everybody watched on Monday night. What do they do? They uh, turn around and trade away Robert Quinn, one of the better defensive linemen in the league. What are you doing here? All right, so this game is all about fading the Bears. Justin Fields just had his biggest win as a pro. Primetime on the road. You beat Belichick. You look great. Defense forces turnovers. Now you have to turn around on a short week and you got to play that Dallas defense who is going to be motivated because Dak and this offense, they need to get their timing going. They need to get their rhythm going. There's a reason this tick has ticked up from nine and a half now to 10, which is obviously a key number. And Ryan, you know, I love looking at how divisions do against one another. NFC East seven and one straight up and six and two against the spread against the NFC North this season, including Dallas, who just beat and covered against the Lions last week at minus seven. Love Dallas this week. You and I were similar. We don't like laying big numbers like this. Ten is a lot of points in in the NFL. A lot of points. Bears just won outright as nine-point dogs last week, but that D-line I think is going to make life miserable for Fields this week. I think the offense gets a little bit better. I just think Chicago is going to struggle to score. I like Dallas minus 10, and I also like Bears team total under as well. I love it, man. I'm I'm so glad that the Bears won that game, actually, on primetime, too, because now, I mean, I think there's like this narrative that maybe they're a halfway <laughs> decent team. They have the same record as the Packers. They're not dead as far as the NFC North. Yeah, their team total is 14 and a half, by the way. So I like the under, 100, uh, under plus 100. I like that a lot as well. The other thing I was looking at, and I might go over on Justin Fields rushing guards uh, as well in that yeah, game. Yeah, they used his legs a lot on Monday. Dolphins, Lions, here's one where I do have a play, and I'm going to take Detroit here, plus three and a half off the bat. I just like, you look at the total in this game, 51 and a half. We know we're going to see points because what does Miami like to do? Blitz the quarterback. I do think that Detroit's going to be able to run the ball. Jamal Williams is having a really nice season. I mean, I know that it would be probably a lot better for Detroit if they had Swift fully healthy, but he's picked up the workload. St. Brown hasn't been fully healthy this season. They've been dinged up. They're terrible defensively, other than Aiden Hutchinson. There's really nobody you want to watch on the defensive side of the ball. The secondary is a mess. I just think this is going to be your typical Detroit has a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Tua leads the comeback. They probably fall apart. Miami wins by a field goal. If this is three, I stay away. But at three and a half, I actually took Detroit. And I actually like Detroit uh, next week to win outright against the Packers. What a terrible matchup for Green Bay, who can't stop the run. And Detroit, who... 
Is I that mean, game in Lambeau or Ford Field? It's at Fort Field. Mm. So I think Detroit wins. And I do think that they lose this game, but I think they keep it close against the Dolphins, who right now are a mess defensively, man. 25th or whatever in the league. Their secondary not very good. We know they like the blitz, which could be a big problem for Jared Goff because he urinates down his leg anytime he gets pressure on him. But I still like the Lions because of that run game to keep it close here. Not my favorite play, but a small one. No, this is one of my favorites. Love the Lions plus three and a half on Sunday. Also like them on the money line plus 155. Much better offensive team at home, indoors, in the dome than they are on the road. Miami, I'm just still not convinced that they're right. You know, it looked like they were going to beat Pittsburgh by 40 on Sunday Night Football. And then after those first couple drives, Pittsburgh settled in. They settled down. And then Miami uh, Miami offense really did nothing the rest of the game. Only had 16 points. After that crazy hot start, they've come back down to earth. I do like the over, though, in this game, 51.5. I do think we're going to get quite a lot of points. But the hook here with Detroit, they didn't cover last week. Under Dan Campbell, we know they're one of the best ATS teams in the NFL. I think we that continues on Sunday. I like the Lions, plus three and a half. I think we both like this team, plus three and a half as well. The Arizona Cardinals on the road we in do. Minnesota. Tough place to play, and plus it's Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. So that's good, Kirk, as long as it's not primetime Kirk, and he's at home. Total 49. I actually like Arizona. Obviously, if you look at the splits, man. Kyler's a much better quarterback when D hops on the field. Mm -hmm. And we saw that last week. It's going to be much better when Hollywood Brown's on the field because then you have the deep threat. But Minnesota, I think we're overhyping them a little bit. I know they're a one loss team, but look at who they played so far. And then look at the best team that they did play. It was the Philadelphia Eagles in primetime and they got destroyed. That game was over going into the second quarter. Kirk Cousins looked awful. I do like this spot for Arizona. I don't know if they win outright, but I think they could keep it within a field goal, even on the road in Minnesota. I think Kyler's going to have some success with his legs. Doesn't look like James Conner's probably going to play in this game. I think they'll be all right without him, though. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60.